Um, so like the show's called Big Mouth because Nick Kroll has a big mouth and people probably like called him that as a kid to make fun of him, right? Probs. Not explicitly stated, but I feel like I feel like ugly mouth would have been more accurate, but I guess wow. that's not as stretchy as Nigel. He, he, Whoa. Has, he, he has ugly lips. I'm Who sorry. hurt you? I'm I mean Nick Kroll. Got it. Actually you're so I also think of Big Mouth every time I see that like meme of someone comparing American uh, animation to like Japanese animation slash literally everywhere else. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the energy in which um, the American animation form is like, how gross can we make it with their <laughs> eyeballs remaining on the screen? That was a good joke. Yeah, really. That's that's very accurate. <laughs> It's such a good one because it's just you know it's good because yeah. it's true. And then Netflix and then Netflix quoted that tweet and was like, "Don't talk about my son that way." Yeah, but you made your son look like that. <laughs> I mean, Netflix did. I will say, Nick Kroll is surprisingly handsome for someone who looks exactly like that cartoon character, which is hideous. Right? Oh my god, no. Okay, here's yeah. the thing. I was gonna say this before my audio went to the garbage. Uh, I don't really love Nick Kroll. So my question is, have you seen him take over that person's Tinder? I think it really epitomizes what I enjoy about him. Because I think he's one of those people who make like the, not the grossest jokes, but like one of, you know, like he goes there with comedy, but I still think he's a good person. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Hmm. Like, if I met him on the street and, like, had a baby, I would, like, give him that baby. And when I say have a baby, I didn't mean, like, I just had a baby. But, like, if I, if it was, like, apocalyptic and I was, like, carrying a random child and I was, like, I need to stash this child somewhere, I would see him and be, like, I feel like he wouldn't throw that baby out. I just can't believe how much he looks like that cartoon character. There we go. And we're back on topic. It's Um, just, it's it's fucking uncanny. It really, really is, though. (laughs) I also did not realize that it was, like, um, a self-insert character until uh, until the, the episode where they show Nick Birch grown up and he's Nick Kroll. <laughs> Didn't catch on. Didn't catch on. Nope. <laughs> yeah. And, um... We have a podcast. Look, I don't know Nick Kroll. I've seen him in, like, fucking Parks and Rec. He did date Amy Poehler for a while. Oh. That is hot celebrity breaking news gossip. It, they literally have already broken up, and I think it's been like a hot year and a half since it's happened. Oh God, wait, it's breaking it was, news. It was after she she divorced Will Arnett? Oh, yeah, he was like, actually, they dated for like two years, two and a half oh years. God. Like, after Will Arnett was him, and then after him, she's dating like a lawyer guy. I mean, let's be honest, Amy Poehler can go to the Nick Kroll. Huh? Amy Poehler can do better than Nick Kroll. <sighs> Have you, I feel like you don't appreciate him. Also, after doing quick research called Google, uh, yes, Big Mouth is about his big mouth. No shit. (laughs) (laughs) The way way he described it verbatim is I always physically, this is um, italicized, had a big mouth. If you look at pictures from me in childhood, it's like I'm all mouth and forehead. I guess not much has changed. So the literal meaning of it, but the metaphorical meaning is I think that I had a big mouth. I was just a little guy and a bit of a shit talker, and the show is based on me and my friend. I knew that the show was based on him and his friend because of John Mulaney interviews I'd seen. Um, And I think that I've actually read that quote before. All right, I'm trying to look at a picture of him as a kid. 
Also, okay, hold on. It's not that I don't appreciate Nick Kroll. I I see the appeal. It's just not for me. And like, <laughs> pajama ladies for you. Yes. Fuck yes. Hold see, I just think you have like a, a a lust for youth that I feel uncomfortable with. <laughs> what? Isn't John Mulaney, like, 35? I, yeah, but he looks like a child. Yes, but he looks like he's 10. <laughs> a lot I for youth I feel uncomfortable with. Wow. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> I swear, no one in my job can listen to this podcast, or I will immediately lose my job after a team statement. I work with children, but you can't say that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so Sorry. I meant that with I, all I the like, humor. I was thinking recently, like, oh man, I want to reread, like, you know, the first part of Lolita because I've been thinking about, like, hold on, I've been thinking about the opening no. a lot, and like the prose in the beginning <laughs> is really beautiful, right? And then the rest of the book, you're just fucking nauseous the whole time. But I was like, man, yeah, I want to reread Lolita, but then I felt like I can't read that at work. Is where I read, so yeah, very agree. So <laughs> there's a yeah. It's a place and a time. And working with children is not one of them. Welcome to this week's episode of Three Nerds Watch Cartoons. I'm one of your hosts, Paula. I'm Shishi. And I'm Fatima. Boop. And this week we're going to be talking about Big Mouth. Big Mouth. Big Mouth. Cool. Should I hit you with uh, hit you with some info? Yeah. Please. Cool. So it's created by Andrew Goldberg, Jennifer Flackett, Mark Levin, and Nick Kroll. And it's about Nick Kroll and Andrew Goldberg's childhood in New York. What part of New York? I forgot. Westchester County, which is the second biggest county. That was, um, Westchester is literally where, like, all the rich white kids live. And that was where Redacted was from. And I did not like her. (laughs) Stop. Oh, my God. Listen. All right. Well, it does seem to be like that kind of scene. Oh, absolutely. Oh, well, his dad is a billionaire, so. Yeah, yeah. Wait, who's? Uh, Nick Kroll's, bil- like, real-life dad. Yeah. What? Like, two billion. Like, more than two. Wow. What does he do? Um, He's, like, a business person. Yeah. Anyway, if you guys want me to shit talk. Redacted. I'm happy to. That's cool. Please stop. <laughs> I feel like we can't love where this is headed. Okay, I'll just say this. I'm just going to shit talk her real quick, okay? Got it. 38 minutes on the the board. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. One day... Oh, okay, no. Here's the worst thing she said to me. We were talking about our high schools, and she said, Wow, it's so crazy that... Like, obviously, I went to an all-Latino high school, basically... Um, and she was like, wow, it's so crazy to hear that, like, kids, like, Hispanic kids from your school 
were in AP classes because none of the Hispanic kids at my school were even in honors classes. Oh, wow. That's pretty bad. That's real bad. Oh, it's, it's, it's almost as if there's like a systematic thing going on in which people are self-segregating through the uses of honors classes. It's as if I've never heard that. Before. Right. No, no, no. Absolutely. And then... um like also i was like i wonder if your shitty fucking attitude has anything to do with that because if i had to be in class mm. with you i would not want to be anyway that is all please proceed i just anytime someone we- mentions westchester i feel as a personal attack on me all right well the show <laughs> takes place in westchester new york <laughs> <laughs> Um, and it, it, it's like, its premise is that Andrew Goldberg was a big boy when he was going through puberty and Nick Kroll was a small boy. And we can see that that is the show. Andrew Glauberman being Andrew and Nick Birch being Nick. And, uh, yeah, so it's, um, it's their, their childhood friends. And then Andrew Goldberg and like uh these screenwriter people jennifer flackett and her husband uh, mark levin they all got together and they were like uh let's pitch this to nick or like tell him about this idea we had and they had that idea and then they made the show and um yeah i don't really know that much about these people jennifer flackett i know worked on beverly hills 90210 andrew goldberg worked on family guy oh yeah family guy yeah <laughs> I guess I can kind of see, but I'm glad that the energy on this show is a little different. Apparently, Jennifer Flackett went to Wesleyan. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I've hung out with a bunch of people from West recently. They're all right. Anytime I see a a liberal arts college, I'm like, yeah, we're relevant. (laughs) Okay. Well, if it makes you feel better. Uh, who also went to a liberal arts college is Heidi Cruz. Who? The wife of uh, Slackface Ted Cruz. Oh, cool. But let's let's cut all of that and let's start back up with the thing we actually came here for, which is to talk about the second worst time of our lives. <laughs> <laughs> I kid, I kid. I actually had a great time. Through that. Was a <laughs> Nice. Honestly, that was a flawless transition. Yeah, that was you, powerful. That was your powerful mind is so sure. powerful, Fatima. I'm joking because, like, literally, <laughs> both of those periods are fine for me. I just knew it would resonate. Oh wow! Well, you know what? That's called reading the room. There we go. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you. Just a natural born performer. Yeah, so Big Mouth. Um, All right, so Big Mouth. It's uh, you know it's based off of these two dudes, just, like childhood friendship and experiences and it has some of their real life experiences in it uh such as nick kroll's first kiss which i think is uh wait actually i was gonna say that's what happens in season two but does he have a first kiss in season one yeah because it's with what's your name he does jesse yeah jesse jesse okay i guess that's that's actually the, the kiss that they're referring to when they said his first kiss is featured in the show um and then also the waxing is <laughs> The fucking mouth. I'm sorry. The mustache waxing scene happened in real life. That feels right. That's so horrible. That is amazing. Yeah, it also feels like I'm glad you got to like get out how salty you still are about this. <laughs> the show is very clear there. Like, just so you know, like this was not okay. Yeah. 
fucking traumatic, yeah. Honestly, I love just like the Goldbergs in general. Like I do I not. love the whole energy of that family. Uh-huh. I really I, really I can watch the it. show, but I don't like really? it. Yeah, I don't love I don't love those scenes, but I love Nick's family. Oh my god. Oh yeah. Wait, sorry, we're talking about Goldbergs like the live action thing. Oh, I thought you were talking no, about no, the no, Glaubermans no, no. and you just said Goldberg because that's the guy who it's based off of. Oh, yeah. No, I meant the Glaubermans. No, I like them. I like them like I like when he's like It's all very messy. When, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Andrew being like, "Mom, have you ever been ashamed?" and she's like, "I'm ashamed of everything. <laughs> it's my greatest shame." And I'm like, "Wow, relatable." No, I feel like it resonates with me because it's like, wow, he needs therapy and so do yeah. his parents. But yeah. will they get it? <sighs> All right, go ahead, Shisha. Uh Yeah, so the just like the other thing that was mentioned probably in Wikipedia or some shit um, was that, that the Jesse getting her, her first period on the school trip to the Statue of Liberty um, is also something that happened to their childhood friend, Lizzie. So, oh. yeah. Who Jesse is based off of. Yeah, and then, yeah. Um, but it's interesting because, like, the two other, um, like, Jesse, Jesse and Jay both have, like, the names of their voice actors. So I don't know if that's supposed to be, like, a little bit of a little bit of like a self-insert nod also or something what do you mean like if there's if they're like taking experiences for themselves or like personality traits of their selves as kids and like putting that into those characters i think so but i think probably the reason why they don't use lizzie's name is because she's not involved in the show currently oh yeah but i was just like Wondering why they would use Jesse and Jay, I guess, as opposed to just, like, other names. I don't understand. Because Jesse is played by Jesse Klein, and Jay is played by Jason Manzoukas. Oh. You're smart. Um. (laughs) (laughs) I am not. (laughs) Anyway, this is a good segue for voice actors. Yeah. Yeah, so we've got um we've got Nick Kroll as Nick Birch, of course, John Mulaney. Oh, and also Nick Kroll also plays the uh the the um, main hormone monster. What's his name? Maurice. Maury. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then John Mulaney is Andrew Glaberman. His full name is Maurice, the hormone monster. Okay. Oh, okay, Maurice. Maury is his nickname. Don't go correcting me. <laughs> okay, so Nick Nicholas Ew. Kroll. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so Jesse Glazer is ju- played by Jesse Klein, and Jay Bilzerian is played by Jason Manzoukas. And we've got, uh, fucking Maya Rudolph on, on the cast as, uh, the other hormone Whew. monster, the female hormone monster. I don't know what her name is either. I need you to really quit phoning it in. Um, just reading off of okay. this document. And I need you to... And I need you to serve me. Are you ready for it? In for. Wait for it. Moshin. Thank you. Wait, serve what? Information. Information. Oh. Well, um, Maya Rudolph also plays Nick. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then Nicole. Hormone Monstress. Oh, Hormone Monstress, my bad. What's her name, though? I just... I forget. Click? 
fucking I love lit. her though. <laughs> I live for her. Connie. Um, Connie? No, that's not right. That, yeah, no, Diane Burke. Her name is Connie. No, the hormone monsters is named Connie. Okay, I see. Um but Nick Kroll. Jordan Peele. Yeah, he plays the Luthu Gellington. Which is yeah. hilarious. Sorry, I'm jumping ahead and behind. I'm going to stop talking and stay with you. You're good. And then, did you already say Fred Armisen? I didn't. That's the one, the big hitter I missed. Yeah, Fred Armisen plays Nick's dad, who, like, honestly, best character. Yeah, he's the best character, for sure. <laughs> also, also Jason Mendukas. Yeah. You already did him? Yeah, 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 for sure. Okay, just check. And then Missy is played by Jenny Slate. <sighs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Famed Jenny Slate. Yeah, for sure. The the previously mentioned on this podcast, Jenny Slate. Um, I will say that the reason <laughs> why I am amazed by Nick Kroll is that he plays Nick, he plays Maurice, a hormone monster, and he plays Coach Steve. And those are pretty different voices. Yeah, yeah, he's 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 good. He's doing the work. He did a good job. Yeah. yeah. I mean, not like him as a person, but I respect his voice acting. Oh, hey, Jason Manzukis went to Middlebury College. Nice. I think that's where um, Redacted goes. Great. Who? Sarah Fleming. Redacted. Yeah. Oh, got it. <laughs> um. <laughs> so stupid. Uh, and and uh, Nick Crawl and John Mulaney met at Georgetown. Oh, word! Oh, wow! Okay, yeah, I forgot they went he, to college together. They did. Yeah, Nick Crawl was a senior while um, John Mulaney was a freshman, and they like met through improv. Wow, that's, that's what I know. Oh story. my god! Wow, I wonder adorable. if that's yeah. Wow, Shishi, that's like you and I. Yeah, yeah, but it's <laughs> like it, I mean. Well, yeah, I mean, we're only one year apart, but yeah, it's the same. It's the same. It's not. It's the same. <laughs> well, we, we met. Redacted. We met. Redacted. So. I'm so done. Yeah. <laughs> I met no, y'all no, on a no, Reddit no, the, the beginnings of this yeah. podcast happened at a, at a post game, at a rugby post game. We were all talking about cartoons. And then Fatima recommended I watch Rick and Morty. And then I invited her over to watch Rick and Morty. And I was high, and I couldn't read any social cues, and I was really freaking out because it was hard reading Fatima. <laughs> Do you remember that? I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I just like how you went through the bit. Um, I don't remember the conversation. I do remember the Rick and Morty watching, I think. And I want to, I, because did we watch cartoons like again? We watched Under the Red Hood in Shishi's Common Room. Good ass movie, good ass movie. And then one time we watched, and then we watched the Oblongs one time in your room. Yeah, okay. No, because I, I just, I remember you asking about a person redacted. Oh my fucking God. I haven't thought about that. That made me laugh. Because I, I felt like I profoundly knew who you were when you said that. I was like, good oh, lord. Christ. You know who it is, Sheesh? No. Redacted. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. I forgot about that. And I was just yeah, like. that's all revealing, yeah. I have the biggest crush on him. Holy shit. Honestly, let's throw it back to once again your infatuation with youth. 
is concerning. Wow. <laughs> okay, yes, I do like people who have very young faces. I'm sorry. Paula just likes a twink. That's it. That's really what it is, too. It's like, I have yet to see you interested. Like, who couldn't also just be a very successful <laughs> gay man uh, of the category known as twink? Yeah. Nice phrasing. Very good. Okay, but no, here's the thing. Like, I have, I have like, a history of being attracted to gay men. It's actually... I know. I've seen the, the people... You, I told you that I just opened my mouth and said that. I've seen... <laughs> He's not gay. He's not, but he could be, and you'd be like, yeah. Yeah, he could be. <laughs> That's accurate. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, I, I feel bad for the... I feel bad for the dude. And yet we're like, here. It's just shitty that people are, like, spreading rumors about sexuality, even if it's in the opposite direction. Does that make sense? What What do you mean the opposite direction? People don't spread I feel like this is the normal direction. Yeah, it's the regular direction. <laughs> Oh, no, really? I'm like, I think Andrew's not really committed to this case. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine, sorry. Let's move on, please. I, I don't, I don't, I, I'm done reminiscing. I was being nostalgic. The team I brought it to shame. <laughs> I'm sorry, you, you're, you're giving me too much thing. rope. It's, remember, uh, um, it's, it's all in theme. It's yeah, all I remember I, I like after Fatima and I hung out, I like talked to Shishi and Kaya about hanging out with Fatima and I was like, I felt bad because I was like so high, I couldn't really read social cues. And then Kaya was like, that's pretty much what Fatima's like, I'm pretty sure. Wait, what? <laughs> because I was saying like, I couldn't really read you. And then they were like, both Shishi and Kaya were kind of like, I mean, I think Fatima's just a little bit hard to read in general. <laughs> That's accurate. Okay. <laughs> Tired, exhausted. Anyway, we have made no. Who plays the shame monster? Oh, it's a guy from Harry Potter. You mean the shame wizard? Right, the shame wizard. Sorry. <laughs> Disrespectful. It's like, why do we even show up? You know. I do really. I love this show. I'm sorry. The Shame Wizard is played by David Fellis. Yeah, he, he he was a guy from Harry Potter, and oh. then they referenced that in the in the season. Wait, who did he play in Harry Potter, though? I don't know. I've never seen it. Because I didn't recognize him. One moment. You've never seen Harry Potter? No, no I'm saying one one second. No, I was, <laughs> I was talking to Paula. No, I've never seen Harry Potter. He plays Remus. Oh. Lupin. He's Lupin. <laughs> How do you not know this about me, dude? Like, we've been friends for so long. I There's, like, three big franchises I don't participate in. Lord of the Rings, Star Wars, and Harry Potter. It's, like, not even out of choice. It's just, like... But X-Men? No. So a lot of franchises. Like, yeah. <laughs> more than a few. <laughs> we added another. Okay, so four. Well, those are the big three that come up a lot, you know? More than X-Men? Are what? you, like, into... The Hunger Games? Yeah. Hunger Games is not of the same caliber, but X-Men? Mm. I know it's not, but you're, we're just talking franchises. Like, we're talking definition. What about, like, Star quality. Trek? Nope. Uh, Justice Star- League? I've read comics. Yeah, I guess you've read DC. See, I feel like you're just not a franchise person. And you're not. trying to make it like it's a few and it's all of them. Oh my gosh, yeah, you're just not like a <laughs> well, classical nerd archetype. No, I'm really not. I never meant to portray you're a fake you're a fake nerd girl 
Yeah, I am very much am. Get out. I, I very much am. I never meant to imply that I wasn't anyway a nerd architect. Oh my god, I cannot believe you came to this convention just to get guys <laughs> to look at your outfit. <laughs> you. Oh god. Anyway. Yeah, so, because um, you were, yeah, uh, speaking of Shame, uh, Shame Wizard was real good. I really enjoyed him. I did miss Missy. I miss that Missy was not in this season as much. Oh, I was going to ask Fatima, what are your, do you have, like, more opinions about the voice actors, since you're so comedy into it? I don't know what comedy into it means. You're into, like, the comedy scene, those comedy people? That's, no, I like. A lot of the comedians on the show. That's what I feel comfortable saying and standing by. Okay, <laughs> thanks. I have a comment about the voice acting. Oh, sorry. So, go ahead, go ahead. Did, huh? Did either of you watch the Crawl Show? Nah. Okay, so pretty much all these people are on the Crawl Show, um, <laughs> and he pretty much pooped them for the Crawl Show to hear. Um, on the Crawl the- Show. Uh, sorry, the Nick Crawl Show. When is the Nick? Kroll- yeah. I mean- when, when was the Nick Kroll show? What show? time is it right now? Dot com. Uh, it ended, but what was the... Let me just uh, click. I know, but I got um, it. Let me do my bit. Okay. I stand a man who is a dependable huh? employer. I'm just saying. What's happening? 2013 to 2015. I'm just saying that I appreciate that. Okay, know, thanks. But regardless, what I mean is um, him coming from the improv comedy, like energy channel, mind, whatever. A lot of those people will like have characters that they just carry with them. Whether that's like, oh, you finally get picked up by SNL and then mm. you see like, what's it, you know, like, what is it? Ungry Grandpa or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or ungr- there you go, drunk uncle. Like those characters right. are typically created like seven years before those people. Like they're not creating them while they're on SNL. Generally, right? It's like something they mm-hmm. they did an hour show of in LA like seven years ago, and then it finally gets its day in the sun. Um, so Nick Crawl is kind of that same energy. And what I liked about the show, so for example, Jenny Slate was on a ton of episodes. Um, so it's not surprising to me that like she was on the show. And it makes me really happy. So it was Jason, um, like, mm-hmm. all of them. Just all of them. Him and John Mulaney had the show Oh Hello that, like, made it to Broadway. All of them. Chelsea Peretti, who is also married to um, Jordan Peele, was, like, on the Kroll show quite frequently. Chelsea Peretti is married to Jordan Did Peele. Did you not know that? Yeah, they have a child. Yeah, they have a child. But... It's come in full circle. I like I like when comedy comedians are buds. It's coming full circle. So all of it um, is yeah. And as I said before, or as I said before, maybe it didn't get caught in like the original recording of the podcast. But my discovery of the show is literally like overhearing people I was with watching it, and me being like, "Oh, that's Nick Crawl. Oh, that's John Mulaney." I think it's all so well casted, and I think it's. Um, really cool i do recall an interview where they were talking about how they like made the show and how for like half a second they considered hiring like children actors to like say the words and they're like oh no oh no 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 no. like we can't trust the parents who would allow them to 
Sorry, it's just like we couldn't even trust the parents who would allow their kids to like say these words this frequently. <laughs> boobs, 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 boobs. <laughs> yeah, it, it was really funny to me that uh, the, the the premise came to them before the like fact that it would be animated came. Mm-hmm. And they were like, "How can um, we do so- this logistically oh, no. <laughs> in an ethical manner?" They referenced that. They referenced that in the last uh, episode, season one. Oh yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, and Gina Rodriguez plays that girl in season two. Oh, the like object of his mind, who the soccer player yeah. Chica, mm-hmm. who hit puberty. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. But just in general, the show I think is really well casted. I want to commend them on being able to play up and down at the same time. Like, no, I, I don't think anyone's confused and thinking the show's for adults. But like, for example, Jenny Slate's playing of Missy like is absolutely childlike mm-hmm. in a way that's necessary for you to believe the character. Um, and I think all of those choices, whether it's like the voices that Nick Kroll is putting on to be Nick Burge at the same time, be the hormone monster and like. Like that, it's just great voice acting. Maya Rudolph is like the mm-hmm. as um the hormone monstress is amazing. Mm-hmm. All of her vocal, like, because that's not her voice, and she's serving me like a weird diva, mm-hmm. yet still mm-hmm. gross, like still gross in the way that hormone monster is, and not allowing just because she's like mm-hmm. feminine to like mess up that whatever. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, Fred Armiston has never done me wrong. He just is, he is incredible. Jordan Peele is giving me a transfer. Like, I, I appreciate that all these people, regardless of how, like, close the characters are supposed to be, are also serving me, like, characters. Yes. Very much so. Jordan Peele does not sound like himself. No, not at all. I, it, like, that's the thing, like, I knew Fred Armisen was on this show, but I, I couldn't figure out who he was. I also knew Jordan Peele was on the show, and I couldn't figure out who he was. Like, it really does speak to the level of voice acting like Fatima was saying. Like they are all playing a character. It's not just like fucking Kubo where you fucking know it's Matthew McConaughey. I'm sorry. I don't think you appreciate Matthew McConaughey speaking, so I'm not gonna talk to you. I will say John Mulaney's performance in Big Mouth is pretty much just what he sounds like. But it's great. Yeah. But it's good. But and that's also like just And him. it just fits the character, you know? But he does, like, he's the one who also plays the detective. He puts on a little bit of a voice for that, you know? Detective? Yeah, the detectives that come in sometimes where he's like, that sick dookie kid. Do you remember that? No. <laughs> you, no, not at all. You got that? Did you, know, you get that? You know, you know after, after they all set the gym on fire and all that, after the they same wizard leaves. Yeah, they set the gym on fire. After the shame wizard leaves, then, like, the detective with gray hair, he comes in and he's like, someone took a shit from the basketball hoop. That sick dookie kid, blah, blah, blah. That guy. Gotcha. Do you know who I'm talking about? I don't remember that at all. <laughs> okay, okay, thanks. But that's the voice also that he does in his stand-up when he's referencing... Um, oh, that one cop dude. Yeah, that used to come to this school for Scared Straight or whatever. No, Stranger Danger. Yeah, this, is, this feels... Um, in the name of the coach... What's the name of the coach? Steve. Coach Steve. Coach Steve. Good lord, Coach Steve. Do you like that character? He's like my least favorite character. I know. But I find him so upsetting that he becomes like my favorite. Yeah, is he your least favorite in that you like don't 
want him to be in the show or just because he like makes you very upset because I feel like more the second one for me I don't know I I guess he does bring like a certain level of like ridiculousness and comic relief but like yeah he does really upset me like the shit he says viscerally disgusting I I, I think what I like about him is he epitomizes what I see now that I couldn't see when I was like 10 and I think Honestly, by the time I was like, nope, I think maybe it took me to like me actually being like an adult to realize like it's creepy if you're relating with kids mm. and you're an adult. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. You know what I mean? Like, I think everyone had that like one teacher or one coach or whatever who were like, they're so cool. And it's like to think they're cool and to think they like really hear you is actually kind of weird. Oh, yeah, but I kind of feel like he's not actually really that care. Like, the kids don't think he's cool. No, but it's, like, the fact that he wants to be their friend. The kids. Yeah, like, you can say he's not cool. Like, I guess, like, maybe not everyone, but, like, in particular, his relationship with, like, Jay. Like, that. Yeah. Where it's just like certain stuff is weird and it's weird that like the adults are around you are like chill with it and he's literally like emotionally stunted. <laughs> and he's also like the person who's then like given the power to educate these kids. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like there's a lot to be said about Coach Steve. I was going to make mm-hmm. a comment on the voice acting. Um, something that I didn't love is that in season two, every like side character seems to be given to Jenny Slate. And I'm like, all right, she's a good voice actress, but her voice is, like, extremely unique. And so, like, it's hard for her to just, like, it's very easy for me to know (laughs) her. And so, like, honestly, that took me out of the narrative a lot of times. I agree with you. I will say I, like, noted every time where I'm like, oh, they just, Missy's not in the scene, so Jenny Slate's in the scene. Right, exactly. And I'm just like, and Missy doesn't even sound that much like Jenny Slate. Then when they have her become like the pharmacist, very much like mm-hmm. Jenny Slate, and I'm just like, okay, you guys are on Netflix. You probably have the budget to hire someone to do these voices. Like, what's going on? I think they want to keep it insular, and I think similar to like the fact she was like um, one of the most credited people on the Kroll show. Like, I think her and Nick are like legit friends, and he's just like, hey, girl, and she's like, boy, I'm already here. Yeah, sounds right. Maybe a lazy. I didn't notice that she played. I didn't notice that she played anyone else. But I also didn't realize that John Mulaney played Andrew. You didn't. <laughs> and I have heard on a whole entire special by John Mulaney. So you're just bad at this. That's what we. Yeah, I'm real bad. Okay, I support you. That's why I said. That's why I said. Uh, we have a podcast very loudly. What? That's why I said she should have a podcast very loudly. Like you, you, you gotta be on it. You gotta be on it. Oh, like I gotta improve my listening skills. Yeah, it was a joke though. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> like a joke that we repeated more times to the point. It's like, okay, right. I'm here for it. Welcome though. to my life. Ugh. What'd you say? Welcome to my life. It's just re- getting people to repeat st- stuff mm-hmm. over and over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, both because of your ear and also because you have bad memory. 
Yeah. Attention span. It's the perfect, it's the cocktail of just having to repeat yourself. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I do it just to waste people's time when they ask me something that I don't want to do. Nice. Now it's messed up. Yeah. It's like, I'm, wait, I'm here for it. Season, season power back, I guess. Yeah, I think sometimes Not I bad. do it to piss people off. Just like Slash, sometimes people really do be whispering, so. Sure. <laughs> I, I purposely use the phrase doobie, so, <laughs> you know, I meant what I said. Um, so, should we talk at this point? Oh, wait, let's, um, should we do first impressions or favorite characters? Favorite Ooh, characters. For, okay. No, first impressions. Nope, Sorry. let's do. Okay, favorite characters. What you said. My favorite character is Missy. <laughs> so I like Missy the most, and she's the best. I'll say this. Before I watched the show, someone told me that I remind them of one of the characters on the show. Which one? You want to guess? Like, that's what I'm giving you. I like bringing games into our podcast. For sure. No, it's the best. But um, quick question. Yeah. Is this a white person who said this? Oh, no. I see what's okay. happening. Okay, cool, cool. Just making sure, because you have some questionable acquaintances. <laughs> <laughs> Pause. Um, Name names. What's her, this fucking bitch? Redacted. Okay, next. Also, okay. I'm, the reason you have the, oh, we, can we redact this? Yeah, so honestly, I can really I'm not going to put this in the <laughs> Jesus Christ. Please no, do. No, you should. You definitely, you definitely should, but. To just redact just everything? The name. Okay, I will. Just redact the name. I will. You should definitely please skip in the whole thing about. I'm just saying the reason I, like, you, you tell me, because I've also told you and probably everyone I know, like, the stories I have about this person. Uh-huh. Is that opinion you have of that person because of what I said or because of other things you've heard? Um, Honestly, I didn't like her vibe just walking around and then like the things you said just confirmed it. Okay, so my thing is, of course, no. <laughs> I also like do not talk to that person anymore. I think they're fine and they live a good life. I just, I'm good. No, I know, but like she was an acquaintance of yours at one point, you know? Okay. But now you're saying I have questionable acquaintances when it sounds like I have one, I had okay, one questionable had, acquaintance. I had one questionable acquaintance. I'm so sorry. Particularly the you phrasing know. of in the past in a singular. Gotcha, gotcha. You've had a questionable acquaintances. You know what, Fatima, you're totally right. I need to say what I mean and mean what I say. <laughs> I just want to fight you on this because I like it. Um, this is like when I was like, Paula only loves crustaceous. <laughs> it's exactly like that so thoughts um I guess uh, this person I, also did not know me like forever they knew me long you know enough that we'll like talk but. I'd still say Missy though like I feel like you talk about facts you're just like bringing up some stuff that you're interested in, being a nerd in public mm-hmm. and stuff like that hold on hold on I'm, I haven't made <laughs> in <it>. public <laughs> What does that mean? Yeah, I guess of all of them, I would say, to me, you're like half Jesse, half Missy. Okay. Because you're, like, Je- Missy's aggressively nice in a way that you're not. Oh, wow. I said aggressively nice. Wow. Oh 
I swear, I think people must listen to this podcast and assume Fatima and I hate each other. Nah, I think, <laughs> like, it's cool. Tony knows you guys like each other, so that's who, that's who listens <laughs> wow. to Wow. I listen to it, and I guess I know we don't hate each other. <laughs> you know, one direction of that. But can you be sure of the other? Wow, you're a fucking bitch, Tishu. Yeah. You're just so excited. Like- <laughs> so- She's just a fucking hot stir. Can you? I know. Sh- yeah. She's just ready for that solo podcast life. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're combusted. I tried so hard to pull it together. Yeah, I'm going to be like Mike- Mark Marin after he started his solo career. Ooh, talk about it. Did I tell you I, like, talked to Mark Marin? What? Because he came to Willie Town and I asked him a question and we had a That's good awesome. little moment. Yeah. Tell him I, I have a wait, podcast. Wait, I also have a celebrity story. Okay, but... Yeah. <laughs> does like... he count as a celebrity? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. okay. Especially because my celebrity story is about someone much less famous. <laughs> <laughs> Hit it. Uh, I moshed with Tyler Posey. Who the fuck is that? Oh. Yeah. Oh, guys, I have a celebrity story. And then it fell down. Yeah, that's my celebrity story. We went to see his band, and he was he was in the pit. Guys, okay. Uh, during the other story. band. What's that? I have a celebrity story. Okay, what's your celebrity story? Someone I know dated um, Thomas Saunders in high school. Who? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but yeah. What's the Vine guy? That gay white Viner that does like a lot of Disney stuff. Oh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Oh, if we're going, like, friend of friends, then I know um, Solange's baby daddy's mother. So Nice. <laughs> Damn, Fatima, you got clout. I got weight. Because uh, she drove the bus for my soccer team. Nice. Man, I have a bunch of Facebook messages, guys. All right, Fatima, so who were you compared to? Oh, Jesse. Mm, that makes sense. But I, I felt myself. I felt myself in Missy in some ways. Yeah, I was leaning more towards Jesse, to be honest. I wasn't. Yeah, fight. I really feel Fatima in that in that scene where like they're at um at like um not prom but the dance or whatever. What? <laughs> and Missy's like, she's like talking about like the theme, and then she like starts. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> about like ancient whatever ancient. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um actually i think i think that i see more of you and i and missy than i do of fatima to be honest hmm. anyway it's almost as if we can't fit ourselves into these <laughs> no that can't characters. be it, that can't be it. anyway <laughs> uh, i think paula's andrew <laughs> you mean because i'm horny yeah you're a piece of shit (laughs) um good stuff good chronic masturbate (laughs) (laughs) um Okay, um, my favorite, I guess we should give Shishi one. <laughs> um, I feel ill-equipped to do such. Is it fucked up if I say you're the kid with the backpack? 
I think it's an appropriate response to, to my accusation towards you. Uh, oh, wow. We are gossiping now. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> Also, shout out to season two development of What's Your Name? Um, it's, it's not Mitt, it's um, with an L. She's also yeah. played by Nick Crawl. Oh, fucking, uh, yeah, I know who you're talking about, the friend of the popular Lola. girl. Oh my god, he plays Lola? Yeah, I just loved how they set up that relationship, because that felt yes, so man. real. Yeah, that was, that did. Whereas, like, of course you get wrapped up with this, like, type A with M- Lola, like, empty inside. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like, is it, I, oh, man, there's so many good side characters on this show, like, it's hard for me to pick, but, like, in some way, like, Lola's like my guilty pleasure on this show. <laughs> like her being like, <laughs> her being like, I'm, like Andrew jizzed his pants so hard that like my floorboards got morphed and now my credit score is morphed. <laughs> <laughs> that was so dirty. Yeah. And it made me laugh because I'm like, oh, oh, baby. I need to Google the verbatim line of that. Um, Okay, she shows your favorite character. I said Missy already, but actually also um, probably number one is actually Nick's dad. Yeah, I think Nick's dad is for me, too. He fucking cracks me up, dude. Yeah. Kills me. He's, He's just like such a good role model of a man like when he's like moving when he's like helping uh jesse's dad move and it's like uh dad are you wearing a back brace for women and it's like don't mess with uh what's this lady's name the riveter oh rosie the riveter don't mess with rosie the riveter she's strong (laughs) (laughs) and then him acting like a cat relatable oh the cat bit i love nick's whole family actually their whole dynamic the parents and then the fucking like the fucking brother really fucking crazy. oh where he's just like ready to blow things (laughs) put them on fire at the table and like the parents are like oh jude like sunshine (laughs) (laughs) he's ready to literally obliterate everyone i love it it's like the dad's just like, I love that kid. He cracks me up. <laughs> okay. Also, I just love their relationship with Andrew, too. Just, like, those parents that are, like, overly familiar with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then they're being, In a way like, that's, like, not reciprocated. Yeah, and then being, like, you know, like, you could do a lot worse than Andrew. Uh, um, they're very encouraging of Nick possibly being gay. Oh, also, um... Okay, if anything, I'm extending the conversation now, I think, to, like, long-running things, especially in this season that you just enjoyed. Um, I really enjoy the fact they keep referencing uh, Jay's dad's uh, (laughs) divorce commercials. Yeah, those really fucking crack me up. (laughs) Like, I... It's weird. Like, it seems like a joke that I wouldn't find funny, but it really gets me every time. You love callbacks. Yeah, it's 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 like it's like this show's version of like your mom, where it's like whenever it would be perfect, Jay just shouts out like "quit, 
quit oh, quoting yeah, your yeah. death that's, that's a good um, analogy, I guess. Um, yeah, it is. Observation. Actually, my favorite one was the one where Matthew said it, and then they made out. Ooh, got me all up in the gay field. Oh, I forgot about that plot line. <laughs> where, Solid. Where he's like, where he's like, I'm out to mouth. And he's like, stop referencing your death block commercials. And then he's like, why don't you make me? And then they make out. Ooh. Also, <laughs> another tangent. Have you have you been have you watched Elite? No. No, but I've seen like IMDb articles about it. Girl. Girl with 14 <laughs> R's and a U yeah. with an umlaut. That's, I mean, it's like teen media, right? Like it's teen media. It's teen media. It's a show. Okay. So the way I sent a, ch- a quick text about it to someone was, it's like Degrassi <gasps> plus Gossip oh Girl, God. yes, plus Skins. Okay, because it has that European feel of like we're not ashamed of our bodies. Plus, like the Degrassi, like this is a hyper relevant topic for the streets. And then Gossip Girl's level of like, honestly, how much Love money it. do they have? Because <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Oh my god! The way they're behaving. That is going to be such a fun show to watch once it's in like its fourth season and it's just gone completely off the rails and they're like murdering people's parents. Yes, I will also say I want to come back and say it's really well acted, like better acted than it kind of has a right to be, and it's really well written. Is this like a mostly of color cast? I did not know. No, it's very white. Oh. Oh, is it just, it's just like, like from Europe or it's something? It's just Spanish white. Okay, it's, Spanish. Just like, it's spicy white in the words like, of myself. The picture looks like the, the names are Spanish. <laughs> yeah, because they, they are all Spanish. Spanish. Um, they do yeah. have like a couple um, Arab characters, but they're like Moroccan Spanish people. So they're Spanish. Solid rep. Um, I am about this uniform which is almost the same uniform as the elite evil uh gay like grand gustin uh team in glee uh-huh yes you are not wrong same there's i'll also just say this because there's conversations about like new wave relationships there's conversations about drug dealing there's conversations about hiv there's conversations about wealth and class you know they're really just out here serving me wow so they're really they're really going for that uh they're really out here and honestly i might go rewatch it because it's did you ever watch skins yeah yeah uk skins yeah okay y'all are ready for Mm -hmm. it there's like a character who's definitely like this season's effie but they really handle her the way that I wish <laughs> Skins handled her. Oh, nice. Bruh, I stopped watching Skins because one time, well, maybe not because, but as um, I think in the third season or the third like cycle of kids, there was this this mm-hmm. this character who was supposed to be like trans or nine binary or something, and then they just dropped that plot line. They just dropped it. <laughs> they like bounced. Yeah, they were like, we started doing this, but I think we're just gonna go with lesbian now, or whatever. Also, I found I found a quick bullet list of a lot of guy Blitzerians lock commercial oh, quotes. Go for it, go for it. She's your friend. Then she was your lover. Now she's your enemy. 
this other one I'm not going to read out loud. Another one, all I wanted was... <laughs> Never mind, can't read that one out loud either. Uh, DNA is a hoax created by gays. <laughs> can't read this one. I'm not reading these ahead of time, and actually I can't read any of them. <laughs> I can't have, like, audio of me saying this in the world. <laughs> oh, God, really, I can't. There's, like, six more, and I just can't. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Damn. I think that's why this joke works for me, because, like, all of them are like, wow. There we go. There's Here's one I found. Marriage is a sham and love dies. Let's bar- bury the bo- body together. Like, that's the only one I can read. Wow. <laughs> the rest of them have some really, I can't come back from kind of things. I don't even know if my mouth has ever said these words, let alone these words in a lot. Yeah, this show has a lot you can't come back from. I don't know. It's these actors are really putting themselves out there. It's interesting that, um, like, the show manages to do grossness in a way that's not like. Yeah, because I normally can't watch shows that are gross like this. Um, recently, I was on Netflix and I was looking. You know, the Brinkleberry. Um, it was like a show that was kind of long running. It's an animated show. On Netflix, and if I'm remembering correctly, it's, like, produced and made by Daniel Tosh. It's, like, that kind of humor. And he got a show that was picked up by Netflix, and kind of the conceit of it is, like, oh, it's kind of like the exact same show, but with none of the standard, you know what I mean, the standard and practices that are placed upon cable shows. I got through, like, seven minutes of it, and I was like, oh, I can't. Like, I'm done. This is so cringy and i really like um big mouth because now i know it's not like me it's not even a pc thing it's just like this is gross this isn't it's like a a line we're playing with but also like i don't know there is something about what we were saying about like nick kroll and john mulaney are like nice people who are not just trying to be dicks for no good reason you know what i mean I know, but that's the thing. I was watching the Brinkleberry show without knowing, like, Daniel Tosh's name was attached to it. Like, I didn't come in (laughs) thinking, I think Dan Tosh is a bad person. Um, I didn't, I didn't come in saying, like, oh, I think good or bad of anything. Like, even the first couple minutes I watched of um, Big Mouth, like, while I knew the voices of those people, I didn't, like, know it was, like, their show, their childhood kind of thing. It's just, like, all the jokes have, like, a gross payoff, but also, like, a real payoff. Yeah. I don't know. Like, like one second. I'm going to search, like, the actual plot line of the thing I watched. Because I just remember, like, this dude literally, like, having his balls, like, surgically removed. Like, something. Like, he was a police officer or a firefighter. And then he um, got an accident in which he, like, lost his... Like, it's gross. And then you're like, oh, what's the point of that? And the point of that is just the gross. Like, it's just that. There's nothing else. Yeah. You're right. It is a line. Anti-ways. Um, where are we at? Me rapping? Up. Favorite character. Ooh. Um... What was I going to say? Oh, about running jokes. Um, <laughs> I really enjoyed the one about that one kid being an old man. 
Oh yeah, Devon. But I don't like know why I think that was funny. It just, I guess, like the idea that you would <laughs> that that would be the rumor that's about no, you. <laughs> I I completely agree. Um. Man, even like the bad, the bad hormone monster, the one like I forget what his name was. Also, the the really old one, um, the one Rick. that was Nick's hormone monster for a while. Rick? Rick, yeah. Um, I I hated him at first, but then once he was gone, I missed him. <laughs> I like that he made a, an appearance in the last episode. I like when he unwrapped his horn. Oh God. Oh, oh, we're horn. talking about ba- baby? Oh, horn stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant the old one. Yeah, the old one. He just says baby after everything. Oh, I see, I see. I thought you meant the small one. No, nah, I hate that guy. Tyler. Tyler sucks. No, he sucks, yeah. He's a fucking, uh, fucking elbow type. Yeah, he really is. Bro, I listened to that episode recently, and I can't believe how much we all hated Elfo. Like, we talked about him <laughs> dying all the time. Like, we can kill that guy. Well, he sucks. So, so Fatima, who's your favorite character? <sighs> Honestly, okay, I like Missy just because she takes us on some adventures. Like, that entire side plot, like that B-plot with... <laughs> They're like intellectual versions of Fifty Shades of Grey. I can't even remember what it's called. Is it the Planned Parenthood Variety Hour or whatever the fuck? No, it's like that. I can't remember. Like the fact that her like imagination makes her think of that book character. Like, can you, does anyone remember the name of the book? Mm, no. Okay. Um, I'm gonna get it really quick, but. You know what I'm talking about, though, right? No, like the the all. romantic prince character. Oh, um, Nathan Fillion. <laughs> Is that the name? That's ridiculous. Wait, no, that's missing. Nathan though. Fillion's an artist. Uh, an art, an artist, an actor. Didn't you say Missy? Yes, yes, oh, yes, thought, yes. Oh, I thought you said Jesse. No, I'm talking about Missy, right. and I just love that. Like, her obsession is Nathan Fillion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it feels right. In that book. And then <laughs> the fact that she, like, belongs to an online community called Girls Are Perfect and there's not a thing <laughs> wrong with any of them. <laughs> and anyone who would tell you otherwise is actually just afraid of your power. I love that. <laughs> like, that entire energy kills me. Mm-hmm. But also the fact that she's, like, also into Andrew, like, very deeply. Yeah. Because I'm like, I think that's, like... To be honest. That felt like one of the clearest explanations of, like, that time. Where you're just like, I like Garrett. And it's like, what? He looks like a garbage bag. (laughs) (laughs) Like, what's going on? Also, another another great Missy moment is, uh, you know, the part where it flashes back to her having sex or, like, masturbating on her worm. And then, the good lord, the that was such so good. Yeah, that was. And then the mom goes, you know, that's a special dance for him or her. And then she goes, it's a him. <laughs> uh, I I vibe with. That oh my energy. gosh! Also, like her entire relationship with like her mom. Yeah. Is so healthy. 
but like in the world like there's no way to have a healthy relationship with your parent at that time because it's like why are you so supportive versus why are you not supportive Mm. i just also the bathhouse thing where it was like oh (laughs) the dad the dad kind of seems like the dad is um what's that guy the one who is the, the runs the museum what are you referring to I do not know. Who's on Colbert all the time? What? The black guy. Oh, you think Colbert it's voiced by him? No, 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 no. That's like the energy that I get. Ah. That's what it's based off of. You guys know who I'm talking about, right? No. He has three names. I know who you're talking He's about. One second. Museum court curator? Astrophysics. Neil deGrasse Tyson? Neil deGrasse, Neil deGrasse Tyson. Tyson. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> took a long took us a while to get there but we got there anyway doesn't he remind you guys of that guy and he's like i I can't even remember one instance of her dad speaking to be honest oh my god he's so embarrassing and then missy's always like super happy about him being there oh he's like always being super embarrassing in front of her friends and and like, like he'll be like, I'm a nerd. I'm kind of a nerd. And then Jesse's like, if you're a nerd, I don't want to be cool. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Good shit, good shit. Solid parent rep. Solid parent rep. Yeah. I also, also like, hmm? I also like the whole, like, them going to the spa with Missy's mom. That was nice. I'm actually all about Jessie, like, her her dramatic story in season two, and her, like, <laughs> the hormone monster being, like, like, really fuck up your mom emotionally now. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, was, like, Wait, pause. Cool. Pause, we really do need to get into it. One second, this is, like, a super side thing, are you ready for it? Yeah. Um, have you both watched Riverdale? Yeah, I fucking love Riverdale, bruh. Okay, so Riverdale's bad. Yeah, Elite is good. Pretty much the worst but they're providing you the same thing. So maybe I'm Okay, going like to you like... No, you're gonna like it because you won't have to feel guilty or tell a story about why I you don't like feel it. Like, you, about Riverdale. you need to. I don't uh, <laughs> I'm here to bring shame. Now back to the hormone monsters. That might be the reason I stayed with the show. Because <laughs> I feel like in my real actual adult life where I think I'm done with this phase of my life. I think sometimes you hear that voice. That's just like, <laughs> you feel bad. <laughs> Make her feel bad. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, I, I like the part where she's like, now lie to her for no fucking reason. <laughs> yeah, it's just so good. <laughs> oh, no, when, um, when Jesse steals or shoplifts or whatever. <laughs> solid, 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 solid. Solid scene. Yeah, it's weird. I actually, I wasn't like like that in puberty at all, but um, but somehow oh, I it like rung, it rang so true. Cause that's the thing. I was like, maybe I didn't feel that way. Like maybe I didn't do the action, but maybe I felt that way. I just suppressed it. Yeah, maybe. There's also people who like, what's the word? There's um, I don't know. If you look at like all the characters, there's some of them that like don't do things they have to feel ashamed of, but they they still have to have the conversation of like. I still need to decide not to do it because I want to. Mm, like what? 
I don't like what example is there an example of that? I don't totally understand what you yeah, mean. Me hmm? Do you have an example? No, like for example, I think until like Jesse's like honestly until season two, I think Jesse did like a bunch of stuff she didn't need to feel like embarrassed or sad about. Oh, true. Yeah. You, does that make any sense? Right. It seemed like everyone else was going through stuff, and she was just like chill. Yeah. And then, like, not with the introduction of the shame monster, but, like, it makes more sense to me, like, oh, things can go to hell. Like, it's an active work mm-hmm. to not have things go to hell. And or sometimes stuff happens to you, and then you're like, well, time to crack. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's any clear. Yeah. No, I feel you. No, I know exactly what you mean. I also, I liked when they had to go save her from the depression cat, and I liked that, like, in their bureau, like, giving someone over to the depression cat is, like, a thing that you would do. That's <laughs> so like, yeah. real. It is real. Because The cat's the cool as hell, though. Down, the cat's rad, right? yeah. Like, she, she was running. No, she's, she's purple. No, sorry, rad, not red. Oh, yeah, I like her. And I thought it was cool, too, because it felt like a throw to, like, Alice in Wonderland. Like a, mm. a quick yeah, for sure. uh, visual homage. Mm, sure. Um, mm. Yeah, no, actually, like, it does make sense to me. And, like, I really appreciate the way that, I, that it was framed. And I like the character design. But at the same time, as someone who has depression and a cat, I was like, hey! <laughs> <laughs> If anything, you know, I feel like the cat helps. So fuck you. Yeah, you should. Yeah, that's bad. I'm gonna gonna write them a strongly worded letter. But I okay, hold on. Can we talk a a minute about like how good that meeting was? Which meeting? DNA. The DNA. The like it was a bunch of like really like I really just like the characters of of just at Jesse's meeting. Anxiety, something. Oh, yeah, who was there? Bro, we gotta look this up. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah, please bring context to me. I don't know. You guys remember the scene, though, right? Kinda. I don't remember which characters were in it. Man, I watched this shit like a week ago. I can't believe I can't remember this shit. At Jesse's meeting. Oh, this, um, that's safe. Right there. <laughs> Fatima. What? That in this, that in this uh, series, they you know the the book that they're all reading, but the name is Fatima. Gosh, I don't remember that shit at all. Yeah, I know. Um, it's bad. Um, Jesse's relationship with her dad is pretty good. In the sense that it's weird? Yeah. <laughs> or like I see the like the like like looking up to your dad and feeling he's the good guy when he like kind of isn't. Oh yeah. yeah. Like yeah. 
Yeah, like the seat, like the, the the getting um his like weed gummy bears and like not getting why your mom would be mad about right. that or like why that would get him right. kicked out. Yeah. yeah, you don't really have a really good like I think as as a, as a developing brain, you don't have a good idea of like boundaries, and that's sort of what Fatima was saying earlier today as well. Like, you know. Yeah, yeah, because like when you're that age, it's you know you feel like that's a fine choice for you to make right, so here, here are the and to be available to yeah, you. Here are the there's the, there's the intellect okay. sphinx, the D and ape, the ambition gremlin, oh, nice. the anxiety yeah. armadillo, and the depression kitty. Solid. <laughs> it does make sense to think of like, you know, sometimes when you're running too high, you're going to put you on depression, you know what I mean? Because we're running too hot. Y'all feel? What? Alright, Tish, what do you want to talk about first? Um, hmm, 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 hmm. The only thing we haven't talked about that I wrote in the little, uh, in the, <laughs> in the outline, and this is really dumb, was that at the end when Nick, uh, when it's revealed that Connie Maya Rudolph's character is going to be Nick's depression monster, or I mean, a uh, hormone monster. Mm-hmm. Um, I, so I was like, bruh, he's going to be trans. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. I mean, and it I was like, happen. You should write Nick Crawl a, a, a message and be like, bro, do it. Do it. Into the future. Yeah, but then it wouldn't be Nick Crawl anymore. And life could be a dream. Yeah, give me that rep, yeah. Nick Crawl. Do you want to talk about how this is give me. a family, a cartoon family sitcom and tweens? Uh... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wrote that it mixes two of my favorite genres, the cartoon family sitcom and the, like, tween-slash-teen nostalgia show where the tween-slash-teens have more emotional maturity than regular ones do. Yeah. Um, Which is, like, a genre that I fucking love. Uh, And I enjoy it in this show when friends, like, talk to each other like real human beings, and I'm like, that wouldn't happen. Yeah. In real life. I oh my god. Okay, I need to say what my favorite show of season two was. What my favorite joke of season two was. My favorite joke of season two where the what are those girls called? The Swedish twins. Oh, the Jansen twins. Jansen twins. And then when they kept being like, he wants (laughs) to jerk himself, Uncle Brom. (laughs) (laughs) The Uncle Brom jokes were my favorite. To kiss you is like kissing my uncle. That, that's alright. Oh man, but they did three of them, man. I liked it a lot. Can we talk about Jay a little bit, though? We haven't talked about Jay very much. Because he grows. Gro- oh yeah, Jay, Jay is bi. Oh. He's a very gross. He makes me so uncomfortable. Yeah. Just like all bi people, they are morally reprehensible. Right. So, anyways, <laughs> that entire saga with his like pillows and bath mats, and it was just—it's like 
There's zero it's purpose. It's genuinely vile. Yeah. I didn't. It's disgusting, but honestly, like the couch cushion coming onto him, like I want that olive pecker, bro, and then him being like, "My lips are shut when they're not sucking you up." <laughs> like it's so gross. The fact that like. Uh, also, his brothers are gross. Like, his family is gross. Yeah. His family yeah, is something. It was so sad in season two. Like, this is like, you're never gonna you're never gonna recover this from this bro. Yeah. It was so sad in season two where he's, like, asking his mom if she can call her mom that day. Ugh. Tragic. Tragic. Yeah, that like because of um, that, it makes his like relationship with Coach Steve like kind of heartwarming, but also like <laughs> yes, because it's yeah. concerning. Yeah, he is a neglected child, a very neglected child. Yeah, um, what, how- oh shit! Also, the fucking thing. Sorry. The fucking reveal after, like, um, when Jay's like, oh, what happened to your Gary, <laughs> Coach Steve? And Coach Steve's like, he shot himself in the head while I was in the passenger No, seat. that one, that one. Was, <laughs> I was like, no, I couldn't. Dude. That joke, no. I think I blocked it out of my mind, because I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. You fucked me up once again, Big Mouth. Yeah. Oh, God. No. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Paula's not not okay. (laughs) Anyway, um, how do you guys feel season one compared to season two? Sorry, Fatima's like gulping so furiously. Yeah, I can see it. You thirsty? Ooh! You're very different. Very, I hate. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm taking this so many swings. How many swings? How much? So, I'll take a picture of the bottle because I want you to know it like lends okay. itself to the sounds. Like it's a glass bottle, it has a very small mouth hole. Uh, okay, so it's like it's doing the yeah. And it's and it's oh. like a fermented drink, so it's like giving you all the Wait, ASMR are you noises. Boot right now? Jesus. 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 I definitely <laughs> am. <laughs> bruh. <laughs> it is. Oh my god. I, I, hate that you're um, I hate that you're drinking it that but. aggressively, and I hate that she, she is calling it booch. <laughs> you guys are literally the worst people I've ever met in my life. You don't like booze. You don't, don't like booze. But no, I don't. I think the show <laughs> is different in the ways that you want it to. Like, I don't think season one or season two is better than the other. I think they're perfect well, as they I are. Didn't I, said, um, I think part of what helped is the addition of the shame monster. Oh, for sure. Or the shame wizard. I think that was a beautiful add-on. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's such a strong drink to be drinking that fast. 
<laughs> what are you talking it just, about? It just came. I just realized because kombucha is so, you know, it's very strong flavor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like not shy away from the hard stuff. It's a blackberry cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> With basil? That can't be true. If I read all the ingredients, yes, I'll send you a picture. It's kombucha tea, a blend of tea, yerba mate, green and red robinos, evaporated cane juice, blackberries, cucumbers, and basil. Okay. I knew what most of those words meant. Hey, guys. How do they compare? Fatima was saying, um... Okay. They're both perfect as they are. They're different. Yeah, they're pretty different. You know, it's got a good, like, first season yeah. kind of setup, sitcom kind of thing, and then they, they go into the second season yeah, and, and go a little darker. Get a little yeah. more plot-wise. Yeah, do some world-building. Disney XD. It's mm. <laughs> a move. Um, um, oh my god, are you referencing Gravity Falls? Wow, that was... That yeah, I'm referencing Gravity Falls. Reference. I can't even believe it. Um, thank you, thank you. For all our listeners out there, Gravity Falls Season 1 is on Disney. Gravity Falls Season 2 is on Disney XD. Um, mm. Oh no. We should probably cra- uh, cover Gravity Falls for Halloween. I feel anyway, you. Yeah. Um, can we talk about the episode where they get high and then like Nick and Jesse are like, oh my god, we're communicating with our minds. And then they think they're like together and yeah. then they go into Missy's and it's like this guy fucking fucking knows we're high i don't like this guy <laughs> and then the drums all of it was so perfect i'm just like yes any drug themed episode is good yeah you love that shit man i do <laughs> i really really yeah do. i was about to say i was like that's you i mean i thought it was good yeah and he also went i thought it was all right that was when he saw himself in the future and stuff I also like the metaphor of like alone zone, uh, the friend zone, and then them being like, go scroll up to where he called you, dude. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. But I think I'm pushing for a ver- like a worldwide version of intimacy that might not be respected by anyone else. So that's okay. We respect it. We've talked about this before. Huh? We respect it. We've talked about it before. You know, me, you, sheesh. <laughs> the gays. <laughs> no, I, I'm not saying we haven't. It. It's more, um, I was like, okay. I don't, I'm just saying if I'm going to try to indoctrinate people in and I have to do it young, then again, young people aren't really watching it. Um, Big mouth. Yeah, you should definitely so. try to indoctrinate young people. I don't need to. I feel like shows like uh, Steven Universe is doing it for me. True, True that. Um, all right, guys. Any final thoughts on Big Mouth? Uh, yeah, I just want to say that uh, the phrase I made, <laughs> I made I thick in the war in the in the warm <laughs> has actually <laughs> infiltrated into my uh, into my household vernacular. <laughs> I want you to know that it's not okay. Okay. I am shaming all of you. I'll never (laughs) apologize. I know you won't. Uh, I I, I have to say, um, we didn't talk enough about the shame wizard. And like, I I didn't like the shame wizard when he was a solitary character. But then when it was like a systemic thing, 
I started to have like a real existential crisis about his existence. Yeah. Like, Why? Who is in charge of this? <laughs> that was that was too real. Who who made this? Like I don't blame him. Now I just blame the system that put him there. <laughs> oh, like the bureau of fucking whatever yeah. monsters. Yeah, and nobody likes him, even in his personal life. Like, that's sad. That is sad. But that's also shame, you know? Yeah, well, that's the point. Like, there's no, there's no, like, psychologically, shame doesn't really have a purpose. Yeah. Did you read the book about shame by what's her name? Brene Brown? Probably. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, my therapist told me about this, the one I really liked, and she mentioned Brene Brown to me. But it's like, yeah, guilt is like, I feel bad about what I've done. Shame is like, I feel bad about who I am. And so like, shame doesn't really have a purpose is what I'm saying. Because you can always change your actions, but you can't change who you are, like intrinsically. So people, I think, just have to give up at that point. And it's like, oh, I'm never going to change, you know? Mm. So that's why I'm just like, having. I was having an existential crisis about his role mm. in the world. I find it. I found it kind of comforting when he was like infecting the whole sleepover, which also great premise for for an episode. Is the school sleepover? Yeah, the hot. Oh my gosh, that's the thing. It made me think of like all the like church lock ins. <laughs> the like it brought a dark series of memories back. Not dark. It was just like. I think I'm anxious about like a very interesting set of things that don't have to do with like social anxiety. I wonder if she should based on your comment, like maybe shame is useful in terms of like self-regulation. Suffering elation. Self, regulation oh gotcha well i didn't find it comforting in terms of like them like i think i found it comforting because the show gave you like a tangible reason for like the kids being shitty to each other mm-hmm. uh... and i was like oh it's just it's like it's everyone it's not just our our beloved core five <laughs> tweens gotcha. that we're following gotcha well yeah that does make sense I guess I wonder I wonder if the shame wizard hits anyone except teenagers. I would love to see that develop, you know. Yeah, I could see that definitely them them doing something like that or doing something like I don't know, the adults the adults having some form of monsters. Right, but also like it like it would make sense if someone like had a shame wizard path like and they're not supposed to like past thirteen and they're not supposed to it's like they're emotionally teenager does that make sense right mm. maybe maybe i just can't like maybe i've just like forgotten that. what it's like to be a teenager at this point you know i think that you do kind of feel ashamed of who you are Anyway, on that cheery note, do you have any closing thoughts? I think there's at times conversations or thoughts about whether 
like it would be preferable to be a child forever or to be an adult as soon as possible. Mm. Uh, I do not have the answer for that. I think adulthood is quite tough. Mm. Uh, I think being a teenager, you know, I say cautiously was much easier. It did not feel easy while doing it. Mm. Interesting. But maybe that is also what I'll say about life. I think I, I actually think that it's easier to be an adult because like your full brain is working. Like your brain is. Says a person who thinks their full brain is working. I am very aware mine is not. Well, like. I feel like someone has tied a hand behind my back and blindfolded me. And pushed me out and said, meet me at San Diego <laughs> as they're passing by on a deserted road. And I only hear roughly 30%. You can guess what 30% of the sentence I heard. Mm. Well, what I mean is, like, I remember when I was... <laughs> Sorry, that was, like, a weird... No, you're good. Let it out. Um, but what I mean was, like, I remember in high school, I used to think, like, my brain is at 100% capacity. Like, it's working at 100%. And then I got into college, and I literally felt, like, the other 25% turn on. And I was like, oh. Oh, See, you're like Bradley Cooper in that movie, Limitless. No. That's what you're describing? It's just that, like, your frontal lobe is still developing when you're in puberty. Like, technically? Yeah, mine's not done, nor will it ever be done. I think I hit my frontal lobe too hard, dude. What? I think I hit it too hard. I know. I think I, I, I'm, like, under the impression mine will actually never fully be developed, so... Why do you say that? Well, that's, like, the basis in which, like, ADHD and other thoughts are, like, considered. It's, like, problems with executive function, which is incorporated in the frontal lobe. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you had ADHD. So, if anything, I feel maybe frustrated with the fact that, like, growing older has not fixed mm-hmm. it. I didn't know you had ADHD, though. You think you do? And I'll probably be one of those people that'll, like, donate my my brain time and or energy to, like, do research. And that'll be cool to find out, like, what it's based Mm -hmm. in. But at least what it feels like is, like, a light war with myself. Um, Possibly super dramatic, but... That's life. Drama. Oh my god. You know. Poetry. Oh my god. What? I meant to tell Shishi about something that happened to me at work. Oh, not me? Okay, I can hang up. No, 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 no. You can, please. Nope, it's cool. I'm gonna leave. No, no, no. It's because Shishi was a part of, like, why. It's fine. Bye. It's okay. Stop. I'm literally gonna I'm gonna gonna get some more boots. Oh. Different flavor? Same flavor? Different flavor. I got, like, a hibiscus. Hibiscus. Boo. Also, speaking of, I'm going to go pick up some hibiscus um, pods. Bisky What does that mean? Um, so, you know sorrel? No. Oh, anyway. isn't that some kind of plant thing? It is. Yeah. Yeah. So, there's this, like, co-op energy refugee-made farm co-op thing called planet forwards that I've helped out with a couple times mm-hmm. and they have like excess sorrel so they're selling it mm. and i'm gonna go pickety pick it up also side note i might be moving into like a co-op housing thing because i think it's cute that's dope i think it's we'll see i'm gonna go have dinners with them wait soon. let's um let's make sure we sign out before you leave no <laughs> 
This has been Three Nerds Watch Cartoons. <laughs> From the three of us to the three of you. Keep nerding out. Did you ever see the episode of Always Sunny in Philly where I think they ended up having to do community service so they ended up the coaches of like two little league like basketball teams and they just spent the time teaching them how to cheat? They they like you know how you get those little uh, wrist cuffs for sweat like sweatbands for your wrist? Yeah. Mac, Mac uh-huh. gave one of them like he, he's like put these on and then he gave them safety safety pins. Jesus. <laughs> He's just like, jab him. Oh my god. Oh, so funny. Holy shit. I don't really get how that's like a sweat catcher, though. Like, I know they're a thing, It, but it like, makes uh... no sense. I think it is a style thing. Oh, okay. Similar to why people are wearing fucking fanny packs again, and they got fanny nothing in them. Fanny packs are useful. Wait. But you have to put... I know they're okay. useful, but people aren't using them. So um, I guess there are oh. people who are probably sweaty. In a way in which, like, oh, on my arm, I would need a sweatband. But in, like, basketball, those have been replaced with those little long arm things. I can't remember. The compression. Oh. The compression oh, yeah. Those make a lot of sense. Like, compressions are, like, keep your muscles together and it keeps them from hurting. Like, yeah, I, I'm I just saying sweatbands catch sweat. Like, we could also say those things aloud. Oh, no, I'm just saying, like, sweatbands have no... Your muscles like, will fall straight, just, like, band. clean off if you don't... I don't... I don't know well, if you have the same level of sweat as everyone, you know? I'm just leaving it open. No, no, it's true. But, like, also, like, why would you need that? I guess, like, what? So it doesn't get on the ball? The sweat doesn't get on the ball? <laughs> That's so true. Someone plays basketball gloves. <laughs> it's just, it's, mate. Well, it's not a high sweat area. Like, is it supposed to catch the sweat that's running down from your, like, pits onto, like, b- before it gets to your hands? I hope you know I'm now going to have to, like, Google it. Yeah, please. I think it's supposed to catch all the sweat on your arm. You know what I mean? Like, running down your arm. Like, it's just not a high-volume product. Like, Okay, the internet's going to tell us. It makes sense in tennis, kind of. Because you're swinging your arm around, but, like, in other sports, I don't know. Damn, how ah. much did I make my arm sweat? Ah, are you, are you ready for this? Yeah. Okay, I want to offer two thoughts before I get into this because (laughs) (laughs) one, there are people who doubt the effectiveness of the whole compression sleeve industry. Yeah, me. Rolling back, um, I forgot that, what is the word? Uh, Tennis players still use them. Okay. Um, secondly, still use sweatbands or, or compression suits? Uh, sorry, uh, uh, wristband. What is it? Yeah, wristbands. Wristbands. Okay, um, cool. That's what I thought. I, I thought I, that's what I meant. To, yeah. You're on it. Um, yep. And then thoughts coming up. One is it used to be a part of the Polk subculture in the 80s to cut off a sock and then put that shit on your wrist because, you know, Vivian Westwood. Secondly, to wipe what? sweat wait, from the wait, forehead. Wait, 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 wait. It was like a fashion statement? 
Yep, to cut off the top of a sock and slide that ish onto your wrist. Okay. I don't hate it. Catch me in these streets. Um, but yeah, the point was also to um, use it to wipe your forehead. It was as if you were oh, turning around shit. like a little, okay. a little yeah. thing. Whose hands are you trying to catch? Mine or Shishi's? Sorry? What? Uh, you said catch me in these streets? Oh, you meant like you're going to put the sweatbands on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Okay. Which I'm absolutely not going to do just for reference. Okay, okay. I thought you were trying to fight me. I just think everyone's trying to fight me now. 